0: You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello and welcome to Changing Lives as we are changing lives with the Word of God. I'm so glad that you joined with me in this podcast. This is episode 28, and our title for today is The Refreshers Course for the weary. And I am super excited that this is going to be a great encouragement to your soul and even to my soul as I am ministering it to you. So I'm just going to get right into it. Of course, many of us are familiar with the scripture in Galatians 6, 9 that says, and let us not be weary and well-doing for in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. And that word faint is another word for weary. And so growing, going weary. And, you know, I think about the amplified version that really goes into a little bit more depth of what this weariness is all about. And it says, let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint and acting nobly and doing right for in due time and at the appointed season. We shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faith. And what really sticks out to me in this particular verse is where it says grow weary. And I believe that all of us in some point in our lives have been challenged with getting to a point where we may lose heart about something or we may grow weary. Because when you grow, it's something that happens over a process, over a protracted period of time. And so, you know, I'm just thinking about myself, you know, um, you know, with all the different things that have been going on with the pandemic and um, uh, the things that I've had to experience, I think about how I've had those moments of just being tired, just being weary, like, Enough is enough. And I'm sure that many of you are probably have had those moments where you're like, okay, when is this going to end? And, you know, for me, the Lord had to really refocus my, 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 uh, my focus because, um, I was so much looking to the end, the end, the end that I didn't realize that I was falling prey to growing weary, getting tired, getting restless, getting, you know, uh, worn out, losing courage. And so so I had to really allow the Lord to show me uh, at one point that, okay you know, don't focus so much on getting to the end, focus in on. The journey and and the process and allowing him to have his way in us. I mean, you know, so many of us, we've had so many things to change and we're looking to get back to that place called normal. And I can honestly say that I don't believe that we'll ever get back to that place called normal as we've known it. And, and I don't want to call what we're going through now our new normal, because I believe that we are ever changing, that we are ever abounding. The word of God says, be steadfast, unmovable, always Abounding in the work of the Lord. And so as we are abounding are in the work of the Lord, we're not going to be the same. We're going to change. Our character is going to be different. As if we allow the Lord to strengthen us, he will strengthen us and we'll become stronger. Hallelujah. And so, you know, so we have many things that we, we're having to, uh, just, just bear down and, and, and work through, you know. And so, um, you know, we got homeschooling for a lot of, of parents. Um, there's ministry that we have to bear down and work through some things of of how can we continue to minister to the sheep, minister um, to those who to uh, to those who are weary, to those who uh, need healing, to those who need hope and still keep our, you know, our strength up and and to keep our hope up. I mean, we need ministry to to, to, the, mar- mar- to the marriages, those who are, are learning how to deal with one another, work with one another, being close quarters with one another is over a longer period of time than what we've been used to, you know, and so these are things that can wear on us, wearing on us about when we go to, to normal day in and day out things that we, you know, um, have to do growing grocery shopping, you know, uh, you know, the things that we have to prepare ourselves and endure and our mindsets that we have to have. Um, just different things that, that we may have to deal with even on our jobs, you know, and, or even just working with our finances and, and just a number of things that, that we're contending with that, that we can get burdened down with and, We can lose our joy. We can um, just lose a a sense of hope and we can become hopeless. And we don't want to do that because whenever we are uh, because we are in God, we always have hope. And we want to make sure that we keep that in the center of our, 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 our knowing is that there is always hope, no matter how. Bad a situation can be. You know, I, I think about the term hope against hope, you know, uh, where it talked about in the Bible what Abraham, when he seemed like everything that he had been believing God for over a protracted period of time, you know, believing God for him to be the father of many nations. And he's like thinking, okay, I'm in my old age. I'm an old man and I have yet to have a child, you know, and and that can carry on my legacy, that I can be a father of many nations. I can't even see that because I haven't even started with just one. And so the weariness that can set in, the, the the, 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 the 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 hopelessness that can set in, you know, when we look at Abraham, he hoped against hope, <laughs> you know, and so, um, you know, so so it's awesome that 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 God can still give us what we need to sustain us, even in when we feel like we've come to the end of ourselves. And when we when we feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, I'm here to tell you that there is a light. Hallelujah. And that light starts from the inside of you. And so when you allow that light to, to shine from the inside of you, it will shine before you and you can begin to see your way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so, you know, so, so when we, when we dealing with weariness, let's, let's just break that down just a little bit so that we can identify with it in our own situation. When, Uh, You know, so uh, so in in defining weariness, it's you're exhausted. You get tired uh, through overuse. Maybe you're being overworked. You know, um, maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Maybe you're strained or stressed out, um, uh, whether it's on your job or in your household or doing whatever you have to do, and you're not necessarily, uh, you know, identifying with. Or thinking that this is something that you would have to have done or be doing for such a long period of time. Another way of, 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 of becoming wary is you lose interest um, or you become bored with something. I um, mean, come on now, you, you, where we have to. Uh, you know, have social distance and you come, you have to be in the house, you know. I thank God I have a wonderful home, but after a while it's time to get out and do some things, you know. And so when you're used to going and doing and enjoying life and being adventurous and trying new things and now your, your list of things that you can do has, has been minimized, then that is something that can cause you to become weary. Um, another thing is another, uh, definition or meaning of weariness is being cowardly or shrinking uh in uh, uh uh your duties or the things uh that you're responsible for or that God has given your hands to do and and really when you're dealing with that cowardliness or cowardness that is connected to being fearful and being afraid and so um so those are kind of like three different definitions, but yet they can all be, you know, um, you can all, you can see how they can play out in your life if you allow weariness to set in. And so, um, and so, you know, when you're exhausted, you lose strength, you lose endurance, you lose biggerness you lose freshness. And so we, we want to make sure that as people of God, that we keep we stay on the cutting edge, that we stay on, you know, what we're here for, what God has placed his hands on our lives for. We want to stay connected to our assignment because all the other things that are going on around us that we're contending with can snuff out our zeal for our assignment uh or our expectations. It can snuff out our dreams, you know, and so I want you to know that your dreams still are going to come to pass as long as you lay hold to them. Amen. As long as you believe that and you expect that, um, um, you know, your assignment has not changed. Your assignment is still to, to, to be a light. Your assignment is still to reach the loss. And if we don't do anything else, you know, that's what we have to stay focused on. And so also, as we look at, you know, um, uh, you know, Weariness. Um, we can lose patience. We can get to the point where we don't want to tolerate certain things. We can become uh, short and and rash and harsh and angry and bitter, um, and 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 that's exhausting. That's you know, especially when you know you when you are a child of God, you know that those are characteristics that are not. Uh, uh, um, becoming of a man and a woman of God. And I don't know about you, but when I slip sometimes into being impatient or maybe being angry, it makes me even more angry when I realize I'm falling prey to this, you know. And so we have to gather ourselves and we have to get ourselves in a place where we don't allow these things to overtake us. And so, um, you know, so we don't want to become discontented. We don't want to become depressed, um, you know, and weary, um, which when, when we when we look at it, it's really an emotion, you know, and. With emotions, emotions, they come and they go. But guess what? We have control over our emotions. Emotions uh, are a temporary state of being. And so weariness falls under emotions. So weariness is a temporary state of being. So let me give you some hope, all right? Let let me share with you some things that many of you may already know. But again, this is a reflection freshers course for the weary. So if if, if you're sliding over there or if you're already deep into that pool of weariness, I want to encourage you with the word of God. Oh my goodness. What would I do? What would we do without the word of God? And some of us are already experiencing the consequences of not allowing the word of God to be preeminent in our lives. And so I want to encourage you by the word of God. I'm going to lift your spirits up by the word of God. It's not anything I can do, but it's the word of God, the pure, unadulterated, (laughs) uh, just just the strength of the word of God. It's quick. It's powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It's able to separate those emotions, those feelings that you're having. It's able to separate that from the truth. What is the truth? Glory to God. And so the first thing I want to share with you is that God is with you. And guess what? God is the word. So that means the word is with you. In the beginning in John, the first chapter was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. And so the word is with us. God is with us. And so I want to share with you Isaiah 41 10. It Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. And I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will withhold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. And so his the right hand of his righteousness, that means he'll bring you up to the right position, the right place that you're supposed to be in. Amen? And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe not even a couple of weeks ago, our bishop, Bishop Daniel Robinson, ministered this dynamic word. And you need to get a hold of it. If you haven't heard it, get on YouTube, get on Facebook. He ministered it on August the 2nd. And the title was, What is the State of Your Faith? And oh, my God, what a shakening, what a gripping that this word is did for me and for those that I know that heard it I know that it helped to align um you back to the place where God has ordained for us to be. And so he took it from out of Luke the eighth chapter 18 chapter and I'm just going to I'm just going to jump off uh from the first verse. I'm not going to get into the message so I encourage you to go listen to the message but this is what really blessed me. Um So Luke, the 18th uh, chapter, the first verse, it says, and I'm reading from the Amplified, it says, also Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose heart, and give up. In the King James Version, I think it says that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And so what really stuck out with me pertaining to this First verse was that Jesus admonished all men that they are always to pray. So starting out knowing that God is with us, but we can't lose heart with praying. We've got to do more praying than we do talking about what's going on. We've got to do more praying than we do worrying about what's going on. We've got to pray because when we pray, you should pray in faith. You should pray, not amiss, not just throwing up prayers or just, uh, uh, complaints. There's a difference between prayer and complaints. Okay. When we, when we're praying to God, we're praying in faith and we're praying to someone who we know who is well able. We're praying to someone who we know hears us and will answer our Call. Now, prayers are all made, so many different kinds of prayers, and I'm not going to get into all of those prayers, but certainly once you pray, God, help me, then your next prayer ought to be, God, I thank you. I Prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of worship, prayers of gratitude. To God, because if you're praying, then you should pray knowing that He's hearing you and that He will answer you. Amen. So men are always to pray. So you know that flip side of when we don't, when we're not praying, then then what will happen is that you're going to faint, you're going to lose heart, you're going to give up. Okay. And so this is Jesus. It's in red. When you look in your Bible, in the King James Version, you'll see it's in red. That's Jesus admonishing us as people of God that we are all ways to pray. When you wake up in the morning, pray. Throughout the day, pray. And let me tell you something. I pray that you have the Holy Ghost. If you don't, you need to get the Holy Ghost. He is your, He is your cutting edge. He is your helper. He is your standby. He is the one who is your tag team partner. Listen, when I don't know how I ought to pray, as Romans 8 talks about, I pray in the Holy Ghost. And so, and I'm not just praying in my secret closet. I'm praying all throughout the day. I may be in the supermarket, getting my groceries with this mask on. Oh, come on now. I'm doing what I need to do, but. I am praying in the Holy Ghost because I know when I pray, I'm praying to someone who knows the perfect will of the Father, one who knows how to align and and get things done. Hallelujah! So I'm not just praying and just you know scared of praying. No, I'm praying because I know Holy Ghost got my back. Holy Ghost is going to 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 to, to uh, do what needs to be done to help me get the answer that I need. Glory to God. So, oh, come on now. If you're saved and you don't have the Holy Ghost, get the Holy Ghost. Get the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That's a prerequisite prerequisite that once you're saved, then you have access to receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. That well of living water springing up. Glory to God. He'll lead you. He'll guide you into all truth. Pray, pray, pray. And most definitely Pray in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And so in Romans 12, 12, it says rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, and continuing instant in prayer. So God is with us. Pray all the time. And then Count it all joy because in Romans 12, 12, it says rejoicing. How can you rejoice Well you rejoice? Because you know, you have a father that's taking care of you. You know, you have a father. Neither sleeps nor slumbers, and even though it may seem like he's not there, if you wait on him, oh, we'll get there. I'm going to share that with you about waiting on God. But James 1 2 through 5 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Come on now. Your faith is being tried when you have to wait. Your faith is being tried when when you thought this is going to be over with. I thought it was going to be finished. Your faith is being tried when you feel weary in your soul, when you feel tired, when you feel like you, you, you're at your weakest point. Your faith is being tried, but it will work in you patience and patience will ha- let patience says the word of God says, but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and of not, and it shall be given to you. So in that particular scripture in First John 2, 3, 4, 5, it's talking about the, 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 the to be in joy, to count it joy. you know. So rejoice, start praising God, magnifying God when you're being tested. Even if you have to lay on your bed with no strength in your body, open up your mouth, or even if you can't open up your mouth, think in your mind, God is good. God is great. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I shall live and not die. Come on now. You got it in you to do this. Glory to God. And then in John 16, it says, these things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. And in the world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That's good news to know. Then we, then you got to be, have this resolve in your spirit. It's coming to pass. What do I mean by that? It's coming to pass. Well, whatever you're going through is either going to pass by. Either it's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna keep, keep going and pat and pass by it, or whatever that you've been praying for and believing to happen in your life, it's going to come to pass, amen. It's going to happen. So either way you look at it, it's going to happen. It's going to pass through, or it's going to come to you, amen. Glory to God. And so Luke 14, I mean Luke the first chapter, the 45th verse, it says, "And blessed is she that believes." For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her for the Lord. And so this is, if you remember, this was Mary when 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 the angel came and told Mary that I'm going to impregnate you with the promise, <laughs> with the child that's gonna save the world. Oh my goodness. So so this is what the word was saying that 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 for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. I'm here to tell you, God's going to perform some things. But if you're not looking and waiting on him and watching to see what he's going to do, and, and you're anxious and trying to make things happen yourself, then God is going to back up and let you do it. But if you wait on God and let him perform this thing, oh my God, what a work he's going to do. And then in Psalms 138, 8 says, The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endure forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hand, so God is going to perfect that thing. So if it's weakness that's in in your physical body or maybe in your soul, you feel weak. If you allow Him to, He's going to perfect that thing, and it's going to come through the Word, through perfecting of the Word. Whether you're reading the Word, hearing the Word, the preach Word of God, as long as it's based on the Word of God, come on now, He's going to perfect that which pertains to you, so you don't have to worry. You don't have to fret. You don't have to give in. You don't have to lose heart. He's going to perfect it in you if you allow him to do that. And then one of my favorite scriptures, Romans eight twenty eight says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Listen, listen, you are called. You have an assignment. And because God loves you, Hallelujah. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, he wants to work it out together for your good. If you let him do it, I don't care what it is. You give anything bad to God. If you give it to him, See, the thing is, we hold on to stuff. But if you give it to God, he'll work it out. He'll turn it around and he'll turn it around for your good. As I mentioned earlier, I'm going to share what you're dealing with waiting on God. Many of us are familiar with this scripture. Isaiah 40, 31 says, But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. When I look at the message version of this, it just really blessed my soul. And I'm going to start at the 27th verse in the message version. So Isaiah 40, verse 27, it says, why would you ever complain, O Jacob, or whine, Israel, saying, God has lost track of me. He doesn't care about what's happening to me. Don't you know anything? Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. God lasts. He's creator of all you can imagine or see. He doesn't get tired out, doesn't pause to catch his breath. He knows everything inside and out. He energizes those who get tired. He gives fresh strength to dropouts where even young people tire and drop out. Young folks in their prime stumble and fall, but those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. Oh my goodness. That's powerful. So listen, God has not lost track of you. He sees you. God has, you know, it's not like he doesn't care what's happening. He knows exactly what's happening and whatever is happening is God wants to use that thing to make you stronger, to make you better, to make you wiser. Okay. And so, and he's listening. He you know, he he is a God that is eternal. He is Alpha and Omega. He is beginning and he is the end, glory to God. So God is not he he, he has he, he, he you can't he can't deplete God. He can't he can't run out. Glory to God. He, he, he is the one that is that is the epitome of of refreshment. Glory to God. And so even if, 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 if you've given up, maybe you gave up, maybe you said, I quit. Maybe you said, that's it. But I'm here to tell you, come to yourself, shake yourself and come to yourself and let God refresh your soul. Look, young people, let me tell you something. I'm telling you, look, look, 18, 20, 25, 30, I don't care where you are in that gamut. Even if you're a student, even you can grow worry. It's not that your youth makes you strong. No, it's your faith in God that makes you strong. It's that word of God that the bishop has been ministering to you day in and day out. It's the word of God that your pastor has been ministering to you day in and day out that you have to draw from that's going to strengthen your soul. That's the word that you need to speak out of your mouth. Not negativity, not what you thinks going on, not assumption, not, not, not word not doubt, not fear. You need to speak the word of God that's been engrafted and planted on the inside of you. That's what's in your well. So you need to prime that pump and allow that word to come up and refresh your soul. Glory to God. And then you need to wait on God. You can't go try to figure this thing out on Google. You can't go try to self-diagnose what's going on. You can't go try to figure this thing out by philosophizing and reading in books and all this. You got to go to the word of God, the truth that will set you free. Hallelujah. And when you pray in the Holy Ghost, he's going to lead you. He's going to show you. He's going to guide you. He's going to drop downloads in your spirit to let you know how to govern your life. Hallelujah. So even the youth can faint. But let me tell you something, when you wait on God, when you wait on God for him to work this thing out, when you don't try to figure it out yourself, when you don't try to self-diagnose, when you allow God, he's going to cause, he's going to step in, he's going to bring refreshment, he's going to refresh your soul, he's going to strengthen you and you're going to be able to soar like eagles. You're not going to get tired. You're going to be able to run. And when you thought that that was the end of you, when you allow God to step in, you're going to be able to keep on keeping on. Glory to God. I feel like taking a lap out right now. Glory to God. Listen, let me end with this. I remember when Dr. Hickey came and she ministered about being in this situation where she was in these these countries uh, ministering in a mission field and there were death threats on her life. And so, and it was kind of like a question that came up, what are you gonna do? And the Lord dropped in her spirit, go take a nap. And that just resounded in my spirit that when you take a nap, what? You're resting in God. So we got to rest in God, first of all, in our spirits, in our souls, and then you'll be able to even take a physical now. You'll be able to even go to sleep at night when your soul is at rest in God to know, I trust God. God's got this. He's got my back. He's going to take care of me. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to fret. I'm not going to lose heart. I'm going to allow him to strengthen me and keep me. Come on now. Let's go to Matthew 11:28 and we'll end with this. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come on, a couple of verses says, you know, uh, the amplified says this: Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your. Souls, come on! Our souls need to be refreshed. Come on now! We got all kinds of things going on in our soul. Oh my goodness! We got we got hatred. We got bitterness. Unforgiveness. We got we got we got connivingness and and just cantankerous souls that we're dealing with. But let me tell you something: you need to come to God and allow Him to refresh you, to to ease and relieve and refresh your soul. And then my favorite translation. It just blesses me. Is the message translation. Now, listen up now. Get this in your spirit. It's asking this question first. Are you tired? I'm telling you, I've been in a place where I've just been tired. Worn out? Yes, I've been worn out. (laughs) Come on. Are you burnt out on religion? Yes, I've been burnt out on religion. Just stuff that just crazy stuff that's been done over and over and over again and it's amounting to nothing. I've been worn out, burnt out, tired. (laughs) But this is what it says. Are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? This is Jesus. Again, this is read in the Bible and it says, come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. And work with me. Come on, work with the Lord. Come on, stop working with fear. Stop working with doubt. Stop working with unbelief. Work with the Lord. He says, watch how I do it. Come on, you got to watch him. You got to look and see what, how does Jesus handle? Having to tolerate certain things that just messes with his soul. Having to, to, to come to the end of himself where he didn't feel like doing the will of God. But he said, not my will, but your will be done. He said, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. That means learn of him. <laughs> learn of him. He says, I won't lay anything heavy or if fitting on you. I won't force you to do anything that you don't want to do. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. How powerful is that? So I want to encourage you as you've taken this refreshes course for the weary. Let the word of God speak to you and refresh you and lift you up. Come on, meditate on the word of God day and night. Speak the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Do it 24-7. Put, the, put it, Write it down on a sticky note, post it on your mirror, put some reminders on your phone. Keep the word of God before you. It will set you free. So come on, let's review, y'all. So, antidote for the weary. We got to know that God is with us and he is the word. Pray, pray always. Pray without ceasing. Count it all joy. Hallelujah. And know that it's going to come to pass. Wait on God. And then guess what? Take a nap. I pray this has been a blessing to you. Receive the word of God. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.